Hello out there, all you bitches and bastards. Welcome to episode 316 of the Delvin Cox Experience. Now, some of you may be wondering what kind of shenanigans you can expect for this episode. The fact of the matter is, the good brother Delvin Cox is here to put boots to asses, and that's the bottom line. One thing's for goddamn sure, Delvin Cox is going to crack open two icy cold 40 ounce cans of whoop ass. Delvin Cox is on a one man mission to unite our culture through diversity, which means he brings motherfuckers here every week. He really rakes them across the coals. What? He gets all in their asses like a bad thong. What? He finds out what makes them tick. What? And if any of you sons of bitches would like to stay and watch Delvin stomp a podcast mud hole and walk it dry, give me a hell yeah! Episode 316 starts now. Oh, hell yeah! Welcome to the Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast which each week I'm on a one-man mission to United Coastal University. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and with me on the podcast it's a special cat, a brother who is a video game creator, doing his thing. Mr. Graham Reed, how you doing, brother? What's good? What's good? I'm good. Good, good, good. Glad, glad to have you on, man. Of course. I'm glad to be here. As always, we like to start the podcast off with the five for five. Five questions, five asks to get the ball rolling. Graham, are you ready? Let's go. Question Let's number one. What's your favorite breakfast cereal? Favorite breakfast cereal, Frosted Flakes. That's a good answer. Yeah. I like Frosted Flakes. They're great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question number two, and it's going to be a little bit leading into what we're going to talk about a little bit. What was the first video game you remember playing? Um, Super Metroid. Oh, Super Nintendo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I have a whole, whole story about that. Yeah. Oh, we'll get to that story. We'll get to that story. All right. Question number three, Graham. What's the dumbest thing you think you ever done as a kid? And don't say nothing to get, get us arrested. Don't admit to no <laughs> felonies on this podcast. You laugh. What's the dumbest have done thing like, yo, I've kid. done as a kid? Um, I mean, it wasn't really me, but... I, I got talked into sneaking out of the house with a friend, and he drove. Okay. Okay. Good, <laughs> and good, he good. crashed into a wall. Oh, oh yeah. He, he. And I got grounded. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was fine. He, his parents were upset because it was their car. Upset, piss whatever. But then nothing happened. We had a sweet sixteen to go to, so we we're like fifteen, sixteen at the time. And he went, and I didn't because my parents were like, "Nah, you you don't follow people." So damn. So he be, he he wrecked the car and he beat the case and you got in trouble for it. Yep. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and from then I was like, yeah, lesson learned. If if something doesn't feel right, don't do it. Yeah, there you go. I like it. All right. Question number four. Mm-hmm. Because we're celebrating the fiftieth anniversary of hip hop, give me your favorite hip hop artist. And your favorite hip hop group? That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> depends on the year. Depends on the time of my it, life. Like it don't matter. I'm, just... gonna, I'm, I'm gonna. It depends on the time of the person's life. Like at one point it would have been Kanye, but you know, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's late. It, it's not. I don't want to get around here. It's not only that he has just turned out to be a terrible person. 
but his music is has gotten bad. It's like it's, I know, yeah, it, it's, it's like his music needs to get a new but, but to, to be fair, his production is still like number one. Yes, production is number two, number one. His production is still amazing, but otherwise, I'd say Gambino. Gambino's probably my favorite, but oh, he didn't. He also stopped kind of making rap too. So yeah, sorry, but I'd say Gambino or or Kanye. Okay. My favorite rap group. Uh, I can't even think of a rap group right now. I know I'll say somebody new. Um, Coast Control. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're sick. They're sick. But I can't think of a group like, what, like G-Unit? I don't know. G-Unit's a group. G-Unit was a group at one time. I, I can't think of Wu-Tang. I mean, yeah, Wu-Tang, the classics. But I mean, like, I never... A current, a current group? Migos. Uh, well, I guess they're not current I know, anymore. Not, yeah, for but, different reasons, not current anymore. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> So I don't think of any other current rap groups. So so I guess Griselda. But Griselda's like Griselda, but they're like a they're like a not really a group, they're like I guess a click. Yeah. The locks, know, like of ASAP, course, the locks. but they're not really a group either. It's like they're yeah. a group, but they're not they're more like a click, like you said. Yeah. I'm trying now if I go to classic groups, I can think of play like the roots, of course, Wu Tang, Mob Deep, um it's a few. Outcast, Giddy Mob. Oh, Outcast is my answer. No, sorry, that's that's my answer. Outcast. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think of that. Like they're the reason I listen to, to hip hop. Outcast. Okay, there you go. My that's first excellent. Before I sit into like NSYNC and that kind of shit. Great music. But then I heard Stankonio, that whole album, and that changed my whole perspective on music. Yeah, that's a great album. Yeah. Then of course I, I went back into like the old the older music and then just was with them ever since. Yeah. I have a funny outcast story. Well, no, I didn't meet him or like that, but so no. <laughs> like, I was um <laughs> I was in high school, and I think I want to say it was a criminal. It's one of the earlier Outkast albums come, came out. It was like the release, so I went to Sam Goody for my friends, and we took my old car, which was a terrible car, it was a terrible idea. We called it the <laughs> Blust. It was a '85 Buick Century that was a rusty blue. Oh my gosh, a blast. <laughs> yes. And the thing the car, the thing about this car made it, made it so funny was the power steering was completely gone on it. So every time you would turn the wheel, not only would it be like hard to turn, but it would say <laughs> So So we drove this raggedy ass car way to like Sam Goody's, right? To get this outcast city. We in Sam Goody's, we're buying stuff and like we're teenager stuff. I get the CD. For some reason, we had, uh, I don't know why, this is a piece of crap car. We had a CD player in this car. So A CD player on an 85 car? What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why we thought this was cool to do. In this car, that just barely ran. But I, <laughs> So we're in the car, and we're like, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. We're getting ready to play. Um, oh, let's just say it's a Quimini. I don't remember which one yeah. it was exactly, but. I open the disc up, open the, the CD sleeve up and stuff like that. And it's a Memorex CD in there. What? Know, a Memorex CD, like a burnt CD that does not have Outcast on there. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. But apparently, someone opened the CD up, took and it out, it. and put in a Memorex CD. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and, 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 and it was, and we were so far away from the store. I was like, oh well, guess That's I just it. lost twenty. <laughs> I was, I was livid. 
That's hilarious. I haven't heard that 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 word memorix in like over a decade. I'm like, yes. what is that? And then he said the CD. I'm like, oh, the CD used to burn shit onto. Yeah. Exactly. The ones you used to burn CD shit onto, and oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I will never forget that. I'm like, this is just. This only stuff like this only it's, it's, not, it's not even it's not even my brand CD of like equipment or whatever. It's just a random. Yes, like like somebody was in Sam Goodies, figured out how to open up the sleeve, grab one of the burnt CDs out of one of the packets because they used to have like in the, like the five pack, the CDR pack, put yeah. it in there, took equipment out, kept that, and kept it moving. I was so upset. <laughs> I was livid. I was livid. <laughs> Cause it, like I said, we had to drive there, and it was like a thirty-minute drive, and it's right on 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 the what, what do you call the car? The 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 blusty, the blusty, the <laughs> <Yeah>. blusty. <laughs> rough. Yes. All right. Question number five. Zombie apocalypse happens, like Walking Dead style, slow zombies, all that stuff. This is the beginning of it. You got to mm-hmm. take five things with you to survive, Graham. What are the five things taking with you to go to survive in the world? Your pets and family don't count. They automatically come with you. Five things to survive. Yes. I mean, I'm already dead. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that happens. I'm I'm gone. I'm gone to to heaven or somewhere better. I don't know because I, <laughs> um, some kind of solar powered uh light source. Okay. A bottle. <laughs> you need water. You need to have, have water on deck, you know? Yeah. Uh, some kind of knife. <laughs> like, I need, I need some kind of, like a, like a proper knife. A, a knife that, like, I can use as a utility and also zombies. So I need to be able to do some kind of, they're slow ones, so, you know? Just, yeah, like just kill them. Like, like, slash, like, yeah. like the Rambo knife will work good. Like the ra- knife the Rambo yeah, no, yeah, not, not like a bottle, like a, a proper knife, you know, like, yeah. Can use it if I need to cut into anything, cut into zombies, you know, like it. Yes. Um, I've lost, cut, I think I was three or That's four. three. Three so far. Uh, three, okay. I, sh- I feel like I should have, I should have Googled the best answers for this, but I don't, <laughs> I don't have that on deck. Like. I would say don't get a gun because you're going to run out of ammo quickly. Yeah, no. So, gun, gun is not never good. And they're loud. No. Right. And then, I mean, zombies are slow. Though. It's not like Last of Us zombies. It's just, yeah. Slow ones. So they hear you. It's like, oh, they they heard me. <laughs> like, where, where would they consider them coming? Um, I mean, it's apocalypse. I can't say food because I, I run out and I can't take it in there with me. So I don't know. So it's food, a hard food is an acceptable answer, depending on what kind of food, like something like emergency ration. Yeah, but, but I mean, am, am I stocking up my house? Could not then food definitely. But if I if we have to leave and go on a run, then I'm not. We can take like. A, a small amount of food, but how much can you travel with, you know? Yeah. I, I would say probably just enough to survive until you can find some more. Okay, some kind of food. Like, they're the most efficient kind of food you can carry. Like Something that doesn't spoil. Something, something that doesn't spoil and something that's like some kind of bar that has all the nutrients you need. Like, like, like that kind of thing. <laughs> a box of Frosted Flakes. <laughs> I mean, if it's a comedy, sure. Yeah. It's a Zombieland, a box of frosted flakes. <laughs> I think Zombieland had like, like Twinkies or something, a Twinkie truck. <laughs> um, and then the fifth thing, I would take like, I mean, selfishly, I want to take some kind of game thing. 
because like hey, that's not a that's not a bad idea. That's some kind of that's some something to keep me sane. That's something to keep me grounded. Um, a, I'll a take switch. I was I think I switched a Steam Deck. Steam Deck. You, the back Steam Deck. You're gonna get like thirty minutes of gameplay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so that that light, the flashlight I have, is also like a it can charge stuff. So, there you go. There you go. Okay. One of those utility, full on, has a radio. You crank it. Actually, I have one of those somewhere, like somewhere on the shelf. I have like a radio utility light. Oh, those are good. Those are pretty yeah. good. I have yeah. a solar power light like that because I live in. Miami. Yeah, so solar is future. Is that, that, that that's what you yeah. need right there? Everything has to be solar. Yeah, yeah. you know, Miami sucks. So <laughs> you know, we have hurricanes. So. You gotta yeah. have something to keep <laughs> us from being in the dark. So, how's it going, buddy, man? Let, me, let everybody know a little bit about yourself. For the, oh, those who don't know, I know you, you do a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, I mean, I'm a Jamaican born and raised game developer, currently living in New York. Um, have a game out called Super Space Club. Go go wait on Steam, coming to Xbox real soon once I get through certs. Um, and yeah, I'm just. I don't even know what to say. I'm a, I'm a lover of games, always have been. Also, love of the culture, hip hop, dancehall, reggae, all that stuff. Good music. And okay. yeah, yeah. Let, let me, I, I have yeah. several questions to ask you. <laughs> of course, shoot. The, first and foremost, mm-hmm. well, I, I, I guess we can lead into this a little bit more, but Super Space Club. It reminds me of the classic games I like to play, like on Atari 2600. Yeah. Like um, asteroids. Like I think it is. And, yeah, yeah asteroids, asteroids and space war. Those, those games. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that what you kind of inspired? You want to make a modern version of that? Kind of. Yeah. That that's one of the inspirations. I think I think because it's a space themed game, everybody leads the asteroids. But it was more so. There's a game by this group called Lambert. They 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 stopped making games together, but it's a game called Luftrausers, and that was one of my main inspirations. Oh, I yeah. remember that game. Okay, it's pretty yeah, fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's hard. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but then obviously asteroids. You can't the the, the non asteroids with the whole the game is super space with three D, but the whole like geometric kind of ships and everything. Um, but then the asteroids don't hurt you in super space club, so it's not it's not like asteroids at all where your focus is to blow up asteroids. You know, it's, yeah, it's different it's, from that. It's a but in the look of it, yeah, in the look of it and the control, it feels like that in terms of you're just drifting in space and it feels like an adventure. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like. I guess I want to say an upgrade. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can say upgrade. Yeah, like an upgrade. It's a, it's a modern. It's a modern, a modern take. take on it. A modern take. Yeah, it, it's not just what you see. It's not, it's not just one ship and a pew pew, and that's it. Like you have a bunch of different loadouts, different ships, different um characters, different weapons, all the things you can change up and customize. So let me ask you, what got you into video games? Just Super Metroid. <laughs> you, can, you can tell the story now how you got the Super Metroid and stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah so I remember it being my fourth birthday. My dad walked in with a Super Nintendo. And it was like, yo, here you go. Here's your first console. I didn't know what made him decide to get that. Like, I never played games when I, before that on a PC or something. Because you had a... I remember also playing PC games. But the first thing I remember owning was Super Metroid. And we couldn't even pass the first level. That's <laughs> about right. Yeah, like we 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 beat Ridley, and then as we're trying to escape, we couldn't get the platforming because it's the first time I ever doing any kind of platforming. Same thing for him, and yeah, couldn't couldn't beat it. And so, <laughs> eventually, my cousin he had a Super Nintendo. He traded me Mario All Stars and took Metroid, which I mean, 
That makes sense. I, I'll do that too. <laughs> <laughs> and then I bought three Dope Mario games. So I learned about video games and how to like platformers and everything just from playing Super Mario. And then, yeah, just been a gamer ever since then. Had a, all the, the Game Boys, Nintendo, all the Nintendo stuff. And then eventually got into more mature games, you know, like the PlayStation, like yeah. I got a PS2. And yeah, I've just been into video games ever, ever since all of that. Let me ask you that since you mentioned it. I do feel like there was like this transition because it happened with me where you're playing Super Nintendo and then you get to PlayStation because it feels like, oh, this is mature because, you know, they have Final Fantasy, which is the more mature story. They have Metal Gear. They have Resident Evil. And it kind of just felt like it kind of shifted a little bit and it kind of felt like PlayStation was building something more because Nintendo for the longest time, and Sega for that matter, video games kind of like a like a kid's toy almost. Yeah. And PlayStation kind of made it feel a little bit more like, nah, this is. Well, so. For, I feel like from I feel like for me, so I say Mario's what made, got me started, but then what made me I think fall in love with the video games that whole is Zelda, and linked it was linked to the past, and that doesn't feel Fantastic like a kid's game. game. It feels it dark and it feels dark, right? Like it's not it's not mature in terms of like. There's gore and violence and all all that stuff, but it's dark. It's a dark game. Like in in the first five minutes, you see your father, or your parents all figure die. <laughs> like, yeah, and as like a five year old, I'm like, what 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 is? Is he dead? He's not dead. He just falls asleep. You know, like and, and that's kind of the, that's kind of the weird thing about it because even back then, I remember playing like Mortal Kombat on Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo and. Super Nintendo didn't have the blood and stuff, but the Sega Genesis they had it one, the green blood, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sega Genesis had the fatalities and everything like that, and you had games like that. You had, um, and it was violent, but it was comical. It didn't feel like yeah. it felt like like a kung fu movie. It didn't feel like anything heavy or real, you know. Yeah, and then they had um, I don't know if you remember the Smash TV. I do, yeah. That was super violent as well. I think I, I never played it until I came to New York and I went to like a barcade and it was there. But oh, yeah. that's cool then. Yeah. But I just, I kind of, it's kind of cool just thinking about how video games have changed over the time. And yeah, yeah. it's kind of just like now video games are for everybody. But it's just such a cool, it's more like accepted in the pop culture nowadays. I mean, yes and no. <laughs> yeah. Like some people still think games are for children, even though it's like, how is Call of Duty? How is like Grand Theft Auto? How is. These like the new Final Fantasy where they're talking about like death and slavery and how is that for children? Like it's yeah. not. <laughs> but when you now now it's more like we look at those people like you're kind of not smart. Like <laughs> you don't know I nothing mean, about video games. Like yeah, it's like point, are you stuck in a different time? Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> you're do you think video games Angry Birds only? Like what do you think? Yeah, you like think uh, <laughs> video games have progressed so much now. We got like the last like the Last of Us TV show kind of just shows us. How far we've come with video games. The fact that we have a last and some TV people, show. some people watch that and they think, "Oh, this is this is video games." Like, yeah, welcome to the club. <laughs> it's like you just yeah. arrived and now, like, yeah, finally, <laughs> Last of Us, uh, Twisted Metal, Uncharted. I haven't, I haven't watched it. Is it is it actually good? Twisted Metal. It's decent. It's surprisingly decent. It's funny. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's surprisingly pretty good. I saw one clip and it just was not a good clip. Yeah, I think they showed clip. it at like an award show or something. And I was like, I don't want to watch this. That's the clip <laughs> that everybody says looks terrible and horrible. But in context, like Sweet, it fits. Sweet Tooth and, and um, Anthony Mackie, I think it was. Yes. And they're in a story and I'm like, this is garbage. This is going to be horrible. <laughs> exactly. But I heard, I heard good things. So I'm like, it's, oh, maybe I'll, I'll watch it. 
It's pretty entertaining. I will say that. Okay. So let me ask you this, Graham. What made you want to make video games? And, and not only make them, but actually do it. Because, you know, some, everybody said, at one point, <laughs> if you're a kid, I know, everybody said, uh, yeah. I'm going to make video games, and then they just never do it. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to make it, so, and then you actually do it. Funny enough, I never once ever thought about making video games. Oh. Because I never, I never thought it was possible. Like, like of course, growing up, you, 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 like I said, you play the Zelda's, you play the Final Fantasies, the Grand Theft Autos, all that stuff. And, you know, it's a big team, and it comes on a disc. Like, there's no concept of how do I even start making these. And then I, I I used to play lots of games on, like, Newgrounds and that kind of stuff, and, like, just Flash games. But I never even thought, oh, this is something I can make, because what are the tools where didn't start? And there was no Google back then. Or, it, it, I mean, I guess there was, but it was, like, it was primitive Google. It was just, like, Google.com, yes. and that was it. You know, like, there was no YouTube. No, without YouTube, I wouldn't make any games. That, that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, it's like, I, I knew I wanted to do something in the art field because I'm an artist by trade. I went to college for motion graphics. Um, that explains a lot. <laughs> the game yeah, is so, beautiful. So, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. My, my motion graphics, I'm just like graphic design background, definitely dictate how I want my games to look for hundred percent. Um, and then it wasn't until my last year of college, my friend who was doing, it's funny, I went, so I went to a school called the Savannah College of Arts and Design, and they had a game development course, but I still didn't think to take it. Like, it didn't seem like something that was, I don't know, it just never felt Feasible. like something to take. I didn't, I didn't think that's a word, like, because I didn't know about motion graphics either. Like, was that feasible? Is illustration, like, any of these art things, because in, back in Jamaica, like, People don't look at art as like a, a proper job. <laughs> you know, you know, it's just like a I can like oh yeah, you like art, but it's not yeah. I can relate to that because when I was a kid, I was heavy into drawing, like a big time. Like like I was like drew every day. I wanted to be a cartoonist. Same. That was Same, my thing. Yeah. And someone in my family told me there are no black cartoonists. And I was like, oh, they're not? I, me being a kid, I didn't know that was like, I didn't think like, oh, I, I'll be the first one. I was like, oh. Yeah, no, I would have been like, all right, challenge accepted. I'll do that then. Like, yeah, I was like, I guess, like it. I'm like, I guess I can't be a cartoonist then. Also, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't true, <laughs> true at all. In the least yeah. bit. But, oh, no. Yeah, but um, yeah, I just always thought it's interesting that how now, for so long, we, Things that we thought that we love and grew up on that we considered art didn't really look at something that can get paid the bills. But now video gaming, making video games is a huge field. Making cartoons is a huge field that you can get into and be 100%. super successful in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so because of YouTube, because of like tools like Unity and Unreal and all that stuff, it's not even just limited to the big studios anymore. Like you'd have to go and join a big studio. If I wanted to make an anime or make a... Uh, illustration like a cartoon a comic or whatever you can do that and it, it, it's it's work you still have to not run a business but you can actually do that and it be feasible as a career and the same thing with video games like that's what i'm i'm trying to do now <laughs> but yeah like so so what i was saying was in 2012 um, a friend of mine's guy named robert morrison he was in the game development course and he was like yo this is a global game jam and we hit up two other friends who they were programmers and we made a game um, oh, and the other big part was Android and, and Apple. Like, without those, like, cause, because back then, 
you couldn't put that game onto Steam, you couldn't put the game onto Xbox or PlayStation or anything. But then with the mobile market, you could just literally put a, a game onto your phone. Yeah. And, and and play it. And that's it. No, no, no restriction. Just play it. Just like um a... and then the app stores are so easy to upload to like there wasn't really any any gatekeeping. Like you had to follow the rules. You couldn't put up like anything sexually explicit or anything like that, but you could upload a game and sell it. And so that's when I realized, oh wait, maybe I want to make games <laughs> because yeah, it's actually yeah. a, a, a possibility, you know. That's kind of how Apple Music is too, which is strangely enough and pretty cool. Oh yeah, you can just upload on you, Apple Music. I mean, just, I guess, yeah, yeah. You can just <laughs> upload on Apple Music and put your price. Because I have friends who are artists and stuff like that. You can upload your music to Apple Music, put your price on what you want it to be in. You're an artist. Long as you don't have and like copyrighted material, that's crazy. That's, that's, that's wild. Crazy. That's not the, like so back in the day. Family. You had to go through the whole label, and or if you're an indie artist, you had to basically. I remember when I moved to New York. I remember people on the road just being like trying to sell, handle their mixtapes and all that. No one does this anymore because you can just put your music on Spotify and SoundCloud on anywhere. You know. Yeah, I, I found out a few years ago that my friend took one of the songs I produced for him. A long time ago, and put on Apple Music, and we've been selling it since. Like, I, like, oh, I I produced this like years ago. I don't even think I even mastered it. He's <laughs> just like, I'm gonna put on Apple Music, just like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I just funny. think I think it's cool that you can kind of just like go into business for yourself and kind of open that path of opportunities for you. So yeah, it makes it it makes it a lot harder because there's a lot more competition, but the competition is only. I would say a lot is only surface level. It's not like everyone is making like top quality stuff, you know. Yes. But, but it, you have to wait. Yeah, you, you have to like fight to be seen. But once you're seen, if if you have good music, good games, good whatever, then it's like, oh, all right, cool. It's not that hard anymore. But the 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 sea of content is there. Like people have to wade through a lot of things just to get to you. And I kind of dig that it's like that because. I am the type of person who goes through the game list. Like, when I see new releases, I go through the list and look at all the indie games and stuff like that and say, look, and try to find the little diamond and roughs, the gems that people won't know about and kind of just play them and Need tell more people, people about like it. you. <laughs> yeah, you know, because I think it's because, you know, everybody goes after the big blockbuster games that come out. And eventually that kind of gets tedious sometimes. So I always look for the little indie gem because there's a lot of great horror games, indie horror games that people don't even talk about. That you can kind of find. I, I want to make a horror game so bad, but I'm also not really a horror game person. <laughs> so, like, oh. I wonder if I'll actually enjoy it. I feel like making it, it won't be, it'll be a different experience because it won't scare me. Yeah. Unless it's like some procedural kind of thing. Then it's like, well. <laughs> <laughs> but I find that genre so fascinating. Like, people love, love indie horror games. I, I do too. I, I love them a lot. There's, um, there's a lot of really good horror games out there that I kind of. What's what what's 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 your favorite I'm asking question now? <laughs> what's your what's your favorite favorite indie horror game that isn't a first person game? I'm, I'm not playing first person horror games, so I'm just That's thinking. a good question. That's <laughs> not a first person horror game. Yeah, because those are actual horror to me. Like that 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 shit frightens the hell out of me. <laughs> I have to look at I have a few of them. That I have to look at my PSN list and tell you some of the indie horror games that's not first person. Because I like the third person horror game they have. They have one, I can't think of the name of it. That's literally just a Resident Evil clone, oh, like a okay. like an old like an old school <laughs> Resident Evil clone. It's called um, 
I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's pretty decent. What do you call what do you call Last of Us horror? Is that more like a thriller kind of vibe? I don't know. That's that's horror. You could you could consider that horror. I like that, but that's to me that's not horror. Horror to me is like it's not scary, but it's it's like post apocalyptic horror. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. There's a, there's a difference. I like those kind of games, but horror like Resident Evil when the things are moving and you look at them and they stop. I can't I can't do that. <laughs> don't give me nightmares. I can't do that. I'm trying to think. There's plenty. There's plenty of good ones on there. Like even the ones they have now. The, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game just came out. And that's made by Gun Entertainment. That's a really pretty cool one to check out. If you like the um, four player horror games, where you can either play as the Texas Chainsaw guy, you can play as the oh, guy. like one of those. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they they originally made the Friday the Thirteenth game, when they lost the license to it. That's a like a fun game to play with people. So I've, I've watched people play that, and I, I wanted to play like that. That to me is not a, it's horror, yeah, but it's like, it's a, I don't know, that, that's a different vibe because it's, yeah. it's you and a bunch of people trying to either hide or, as Jason, try and get everybody. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of makes it fun. Like, I don't like right. multiplayer games, but I always get caught up in those games because it's so fun to just play and hide and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the name. I think the name's called The Game. It's called Daybreak, the last nightmare, I think. I'm going to look this up real quick. Daymare, I think it's called, something like that. Oh, yeah. And I need to... Is that Daybreak? It's called Daymare 1994. (laughs) Daymare. This is literally like a Resident Evil clone. (laughs) Oh, that came out this year, too. Yeah. There's two. There's, there's a whole series. The, the one I just mentioned is the one that's coming out in August 29th, but there are like few, a few of them. Oh, it's, wait. So I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I, I see something that says planned release date, August 29th. Yeah, that's the newest but, one. The original oh, that's, that's, I see. That's it's coming out like next week or this, this week? Yeah. What's, what's today? <laughs> yeah, it, it's coming out. That was coming out next week, but there's another one that's um, yeah, it's this a series. Though, wait. I've never heard this game, but this looks so good. Yeah, see, it's, it's, it looks pretty cool. It's a huh. pretty cool horror series. So if you want a Resident Evil type clone type game, check out the Daymare series. Yeah, but you see, this is like this looks like the actual the Resident Evils I liked were I liked four and five. Ironically yes. enough, I, I like five because I played with somebody. Said so another bad AI, but then like one and two. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because when I played, when I saw my neighbors play those, I was young. That was like PS One, so it was like ninety seven. I was like seven. Mm-mm. Yeah, <laughs> nah. nah, I get it. And so, Nemesis, terrifying. Oh, did you play the remake? No, no. I just not played that shit. Like, no. <laughs> so, funny enough, Nemesis is less scary than I guess the guy from Two, the big, the the man, the big. What's his name? Uh, Mister X. Yeah, no, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear thump thump, and you, you just see this man just towering, walking towards you like nonchalant. Like, no, <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> a click I'd rather click That's that's horrifying. Like, no. Yes, and in, in, in the remake, they do a good job of making in two and three. They do a good job of making that feel terrifying. I was watching someone play, and I was still terrified. Yes, <laughs> and um. I know you said the first person stuff scares you too. Seven does a great job with the first person stuff. Terrifying. Seven. What? What is Seven? Resident Evil Seven. That's the one. Oh, we like that's the, the uh, that. 
Is that the one that they had a demo and it was in like a house, like a kitchen or something? Yeah, you're like in the kitchen. Yeah, I remember seeing that and I, again, hired notes out of that. I was like, I'm and, not... And the wild no. thing about that is <laughs> that game is in VR. Exactly, yeah. No. <laughs> you can play that full <laughs> game in VR, so yeah. Why, why, why? Why? Yeah, why? <laughs> Do you want to do that? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't do it. Like, nope, I can't do this. This is uh-uh. a bit much. And VR, there's like regular things can scare you in VR because things just can pop in your face, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, so an actual horror game in VR is kind of a little bit much for me. <laughs> no thanks. So <laughs> let, let me ask you this What made you make the game that you, you, got, you guys made? I just wanted to make. So, because I'm an artist, I, I I learned how to program just from watching YouTube. Okay. And so I was like, oh, in, I started in 2019, I had a full-time job. So I'm like, all right, what can I make that is not too complex, but also something I can really just hone in on and find the fun in the minimalism. And yeah, it just, it just led to, it just led to making some kind of asteroids, modern, Star Fox vibes, hybrid kind of game. Because that's actually a great idea. I think we need more games that look like that and are colorful as your game is. So when I saw like, oh, that is pretty cool. And it plays well. Thank you. And also, I just, I, 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 as a developer, is, is you have to find a balance of making something you enjoy making, but then also something that you want to make and something that the audience wants <laughs> it's like you have to find that perfect little balance of everything and it's funny like there i found with super space club that there's definitely it's, it's not like a global game like some people just don't don't enjoy the game like i think it's it, it mechanically sound but they, they want more like a more of like a modern a super modern, like a vampire survivors kind of thing where everything yeah. is updating all the time but then people like you and me who grew up on playing Astro, not Astro, but grew up on playing arcade games, that that audience, and especially like the black community, everyone has loved the game. They're like, oh yeah, yeah this is sick. It reminds me of my childhood. Like, and that's that's the one to do. I want to make something that was simple, easy to pick up and play. You'd have to worry about unlocking a bunch of different things. I mean, I I, I love those games, but I just didn't feel to make that for this experience, you know? And yeah, just keep it simple. Yeah, I think that's dope that you kind of made that. I'm glad that our people are picking it up and kind of like, yeah, this is dope. You like this. Same, same. <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Have you had any ideas since you, you done got your feet wet with making video games? Have you had any ideas of making anything more story-based in terms of like, hey, I want to put black main character, black cast, do everything all out, like a little bit more budget type? Yeah, I mean, yes and, yes and no. Like... <laughs> I, I I don't want to, I can't imagine myself making something that's going to take like five, six years of my time with like a, some $3 million budget. It'd be, it'd be sick, but I I just don't want to spend that amount of time on, on one project. But that being said, though, I do want to, like, as I as I grow and my skills evolve, I, I do want to make more complicated games, you know, um, especially like story-driven games. And... I told myself, so my first game was actually, like I said, the, the game I made with my friends in um, 2012. And then after that, I made on 2015, the, another mobile game. 
and after that one, I was like, yo, I need to make games with characters because people really latch on to characters. No matter how yeah. fun a game is, if you have characters, instantly going to sell more just because people like characters. Um, and so that's so all in Super Space Club. I ended up with this little cast of anthropomorphic heroes just because I wanted something cool in the game. <laughs> but then, especially after 2020, I was like, I need to make like real people in a game now, and especially black people because you just don't like. Every game has, I mean, grant, granted, I've never seen a game with a pangolin in it or like a like a chameleon, <laughs> you know, like, or even a hippo. Like, I've never seen any game where you play as a hippo, never. Yeah, you're right. But, but there are games all over where there are thousands of games where you play as animals, but maybe dozens where you play as black people, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you're right. I, and I kind of dig. I and love... zero when you play as Jamaicans, so there you go. <laughs> That's another thing. That's yeah. another thing. I'm glad you brought it up because it's like, I find I find it cool when our people start making games and start putting us in games and getting the little details right that other people won't get right, like our hair. Our hair. Yo, I want to dialect. put that fade in our game so bad. Like what? <laughs> our dialect, the way we talk and things like that. So anytime I right. see somebody do, I'm like, yeah, do more of that, please. Yeah, so I, I do have ideas for smaller scoped games, but still having all that in there. So like. Imagine if you're playing a, this is a, this is a random example I'm making up right now, but imagine you're playing a game, let's say playing like Super Space Club 2, right? But it has like a human in it and they have little quips and the quips would just, could just be like things that black people say. And it would just feel authentic because it's written from someone who says these things every single day, you know? Yeah. And even just playing that, you're like, oh, this person gets it. This is, this feels right. This feels cool. I had a conversation with somebody about that earlier this year because there was a big discussion about Forspoken. Yeah. <laughs> and the dialogue was Forspoken. I forgot that was this year. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was like, I, I played Forspoken. I finished Forspoken. I'm like. Was it was it good? I enjoyed it a lot. And I was so like. There were two cams. Like, some people said it was hot trash. And then I watched some streamers. And they're like, yeah, no, this game is dope. Yeah, it's dope. And, I, and one of the things I kind of commented on about it was that they got the black voice right. Oh, okay. Like, you know, and you know, you hear the girl Freddie talking to the characters and stuff like that. And she sounds like a, a black woman from New York. And people, and pe- some That's people. so funny because I heard people saying it doesn't sound like, like good and dial- um, good dialogue, but then I'm like, oh, it's all white people. And, and, see, <laughs> and that's the thing. And, and, that, and you, you nailed it. And, and, and then when I watch Twitch, when I watch people on Twitch, it's, it's black people, and they're like, "Yeah, this game is, is dope." Yeah, it makes and, sense. And, and the thing about it is, I, I kept saying, "Like, there's nothing wrong with this dialogue. This sounds like a, a black woman I would probably know and meet and talk to." And then it comes out that they hired um, a group of black women to help with the uh, the writing for the black woman, the black character. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I mean, you know, mind you, I feel like they need to have people leading the team, not just getting people to help. But yes, it's a start. I guess it's a start. And, <laughs> it's a start. I, I, yeah. and when I heard, I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense now. And I think we should have more of that. And yeah, some people may not get it, but the ones who do get it will appreciate it. Like the whole idea, Correct. like we were talking about earlier with the hair, getting black people's hair. I've played so many games where they're like, you can create a character, and yeah, the character is <laughs> black, but it's not really black. It's just a dark skinned white person. Yeah, yeah. Some games that they have the skin tone doesn't even go past a certain shade of yes. tan. <laughs> it, it gets to it gets to like Drake. <laughs> it's like I right, oh went down God. here. <laughs> I went down here. Like no. 
that's the darkest. What then? Yeah, you can have like yellow and actual black. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> green, like weird. but they don't have skin tones. They pass a certain shade. Crazy. Yeah. I always find it like disappointing. Like, yeah, why can't we just have our people in games? Like it's it's okay. Yeah, we buy a lot of games. What Yo, the- I saw. I was I was watching um uh, a guy I met recently or two streamers I met recently. I was watching his stream and he's playing Animal Crossing. And they have waves in Animal Crossing. Oh, that's dope. I was like, wait, did someone are you playing uh, the hacked game on the PC? How is this waves? And he's like, no, Nintendo updated it. So they have waves. I think they have locks in the game. There's like a bunch of different things. But I'm like, that is dope. I never, I don't, maybe in a Grand Theft Auto, like when, when he, one of the um, GTAs with a black character, I've seen waves, but I can't think of any I've seen waves. <laughs> like yeah. proper, the proper waves. I'm like, what? what? Where's the brush? conversation with um, my buddy who I do a, a video game podcast with De- Devin and we were discussing how Insomnia got Miles Morales' hair right and how you can see the waves and stuff in his hair like yeah right. I said that's dope that, that those little details add so much character to the game make me want to support it even more and it's so think, funny because, like, like, like you said, it's it's our people that are going to recognize those things. It's like it's going to go unnoticed by pretty much all the like the general gamer. <laughs> yeah, but then I, I've been noticing that with Super Space Club too, like with the with the music specifically, because it has five um it has five songs in the game right now, and it's all it's all rap hip hop. Um, there's one French girl who does a does a song, and then there's one Jamaican like dancehall reggae artist, and then there's three Black Americans, and some people are like, oh yeah, music's alright, whatever. But then when when we played, people got in. They're like, yo, I love this. It sounds sick. Like I, I've never heard this in a game. There's one. There's one person. Um, she's like a, they're they're British, but I think they had Jamaican parents, and when they're playing it, and the Jamaican song came on, they pause the game. And I kid you not, they started weeping on stream. <laughs> and they're like, yo, I've never heard this in a game before, ever. That's beautiful. Yeah, and I was like, this is why I'm here. I can't I can't stop now. Like I have to do this for the rest of my life. Because yeah, yeah like Let- who, else is, who else is doing this? You know, who else is bringing these kind of experiences like for us, by us kind of thing? Yeah, let's get more Jamaicans in video games. Not just in goddamn FIFA. <laughs> like, come on. Like, like in everything. Like, you know. <laughs> but that, that's the thing. Like, they're, they're like, oh, they're in FIFA. Like, somebody was like, oh, that doesn't count. Like, yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> Every country's in FIFA. Like, yeah, like, they got black people in 2K. Like, oh, get out of here with that crap. Cool. Cool. Like, the sports, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Let's get they them in other games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I want to see black male protagonists. Jamaican main protagonist, Bahamian main protagonist, put them in games. People will buy it. People support it. Just yeah. putting dope characters out. I think diversity is a, a huge part of video gaming. And frankly speaking, and it's, it's cyclical, right? Like if if as a child I saw more of that, maybe I would have I would have actually wanted to make games from an earlier time, you know? Because I yeah. oh, these are actually not they're made for me by clearly by someone who understands the culture. Maybe I have a space in that industry. Yeah, I guess, I guess because as a child, I also never knew. Just like how your uncle or whoever was said, "Oh yeah, there's no black cartoon." It's like I didn't think there's any black people making games or yeah. any Caribbean people making games. Probably true at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I I had a conversation with my son about this. That how I appreciate that his generation grew up knowing that Spider Man is black. They're the black Spider Man. 
a black yeah. Puerto Rican Spider-Man with, with Miles Morales. And they're like, hey, so there's a whole generation of kids who who Spider-Man is Miles Morales. And I think that's really cool. That that's that's, that's fascinating. It's, it's not like, oh, he's the other Spider-Man. Like, no, that, that's their Spider-Man. Like, yeah, that's their Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. like, and it's not only like black kids, it's white kids in general. Like, no, no. Peter Parker's cool, but that's my dad's Spider-Man. My Spider-Man is Miles Morales. And I think that's... Actually, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. Especially if, if, if your first Spider-Man experience is like something like Into the Spider-Verse, then it's like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man is is Miles. You know, like that. that's who he is. Yeah, and I think that's cool that we live in a time where you can have a character as big as Spider-Man and people can look at it like, oh, that's Spider-Man. Miles, that guy right there, Miles Morales, that's Spider-Man. Like um, when Innocent Spider-Verse came out or the sequel came out, my son, I've watched a sequel. I've, fantastic. I've got to watch it. My son dressed up as Miles to the theater because he Love loves it. he loves Love um, Spider Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yeah, dressed up like um Miles, and so many people stopped him, white, black, of all cultures, to take pictures with him. Oh, that's because amazing! They, they loved it. Like, oh, he, he's <laughs> they, some people thought he worked for the theater and stuff like that. People were just stopping, <laughs> taking pictures with him and everything like that. It was just that's amazing. A, I love that. Yeah, it's such a cool moment because it just shows that we as a people, through all the crap that's going on in this world right now, and Lord knows there's a lot. Facts. <laughs> sometimes we stumble on things that that's universally loved. We have Miles Morales that people of all cultures, races, and creeds love. We can do that with video games. We can have black yeah. characters. We can have behavior characters. We can have Jamaican characters. We have characters of all races and creeds in video games. And if it's a dope Made character, by those people, too. Like, made by people those who people. understand the culture. Yeah. Yeah, because, because frankly speaking, hip-hop is like the number one genre in the world that people buy all the time. And, the, and people don't really sit there and be like, oh, I guess black people are making this so we don't have to listen to it. <laughs> no, they, they buy it because they like hip-hop. Right. You know, because our foot's already in the door. So why not just give our put our foot in the door in other things and other genres so you can love it like you love hip hop, right. like you love basketball. <laughs> like, yeah, like just <laughs> just add add our diversity in there because you know when when we're in the room with you guys, we make things cooler. You guys support it because y'all like it. So just have to just open the door and open your eyes to it. That's all. Do it. So much dope stuff out there. You're doing 100%. dope stuff. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> keep trying. Keep pushing, man. I think you're doing something really cool. I think that um, we need more people like you out there. So, I mean, I I hope so. <laughs> I hope like that that actually <laughs> happens. Like I'm I'm not just doing this because I mean I I love making games. I love people playing all this stuff and everything. But I also want to kind of. I, I don't necessarily want to be famous. I don't want my face to be famous, but I want my work to be like be well known. Yes. But at the same time, I also kind of do want to. I won't say be famous, but I want to be seen just because I want children back in Jamaica to say, "Oh, hey, that, mommy, that guy, that guy is doing stuff. He's making games. Why can't I make games too?" You know, like I never had that growing up. I had all the other figures like doctors and lawyers and accountants and all bankers, all that stuff, but. That's, I want to do something in arts. I never had that person to actually look on. And so I hope that people can see me making games, see all my other um, like black developer friends making games and be like, oh yeah, this is something we can do because it's not just limited anymore. 
I you know? That's dope. I'm glad you're doing that, man. That's awesome. I don't want to be Black Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> man, this has been a blast, man. Thank you for coming on. Of course. Thanks for, this has been a great, great talk. Thanks for having yeah. me. Man, let them know where to find you so you can support your stuff mainly, man. Of course. You can find me on any, any site, Twitter slash X. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on um, TikTok and all the things at Grim of Legend. And you can find Super Space Club at superspaceclub.com. Buy Super Space Club. Support the Please. game. <laughs> at least tell Xbox to put it on Game Pass or something. I wish. <laughs> so Graham can get that bag, that Xbox bag. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great game, Graham. Can't Thank wait for the you. sequel. Thank I know you work on the sequel. You gotta have a sequel now. I mean, there's I was I'm just one person. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have ideas for a sequel. I have ideas for a lot of things, but one of them is a sequel. So we'll we'll see. We'll Definitely. see. Thank you guys for listening. As always, Devil Cock Spins, we are out. Peace.